Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. So today I'm speaking to this lady. Um, If you want to introduce yourself and tell us what your business is. Yeah, certainly. Good morning, Ross. Yeah, my name's Shona Shona Linton. Um, My married name's Shona Dunn, but I um, went optometrist and our new company formed and registered a year ago called Guernsey Eyes. So you you formed it a year ago um, and you're an optometrist? I am, yeah, which generally means I test eyes, look after people's eye health, um, supply glasses, contact lenses, etc., so before you started your business, what, what were you doing before that? Ah, no, I had about 11 years working for a large company on the island. Um, and then I was working for an independent optician, gaining some experience for a year. Um, and then decided enough's enough, nearly 50 years old, got a lot of experience, got a lot of knowledge. So let's go out on my own. Okay, and, and did you uh, recognise a niche at all? For I mean, I, I know that you're doing mobile, isn't it? Yeah, my, my initial thoughts were to go out into the community. Definitely, definitely a niche in Guernsey. Um, whilst I was working for the larger company, there were so many people that rang up and asked for the service, but we couldn't, we couldn't go out. We were always too busy. No. And I thought in Guernsey, there's so many people that, for whatever reason, whether it be mobility whether it be they're looking after their carers, they're looking after kids, dogs, whatever, but any reason that they couldn't get out of their own premises easily and come to town, I thought, well, yeah, I'll just, I'll source the equipment and, and go to them. So are you, are you the only mobile optometrist in Guernsey? Um, no, there's, um, there's a couple of independent opticians who will go out, um, mm-hmm. but I was the only one dedicating my services to, um, to actually mobile optometry. Yeah, so, so how fast did your customer base pick up? Very, very, very quickly after the lockdown. So we've, we formed the company um, this, you know, the, today, a year ago. We sourced the equipment over in London. And uh, unfortunately, with the first COVID lockdown, I wasn't able to get out and about until, uh, until the beginning of June. Okay. So the, the investment it took for you to set yourself up as, as a mobile optometrist, how, how much, well, was it a big investment? Was there much equipment involved? Yeah, big investment. Yeah, we're talking up to 50,000, yeah, initially. Okay. And it's ongoing. It's something that, uh, that I want to improve on. I want to keep investing back into the company. Um, when there's better equipment out there, I'm going to, you know, invest into it. So the equipment you were using, was it in... Like, have you got like a, a mobile van that people step into, or do you take your your equipment into? No, the equipment's all portable, so I can go to to them. Um, I have a a, a wonderful um, optical bag that that Constantine is out. We have all the lenses. I have a, a slit lamp. I have a camera. I have um, oodles amount of frames that I can take out. I have a pressure measuring device and a laptop that acts as a screen and a visual fields tester. Okay, um, you you say you're you're close to fifty. <laughs> Sorry to bring that up again, <laughs> but that you uh, you've only done this for a year, and before that you you were ten years working for another. <coughs> Sorry, another um, optician here. What what were you doing before that? 
before that, gosh, I was um, <coughs> I was in Jersey, so I was working for an optician in Jersey, and um, before that, I uh, I was working all over the UK, particularly the Northwest. So I've been in I've been in optics a good nearly thirty years now. Okay, it is. Uh, I mean, with with the last lockdown, and um, obviously we're in lockdown again at the moment now. But with the last one, how affected were you? Were you? Did everything just stop? Or everything absolutely stopped. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously I couldn't. I, I hadn't established myself enough to to actually go out. We we are essential workers. But again, because I hadn't established myself, I didn't have a customer base to to supply. So yes, yeah, so I did three three months of living off uh, bread and honey, really. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So how did you pick up your your customer base at the moment? Did you have to go out and uh, advertise to them directly, or? Yeah, we we initially we use Facebook an awful lot. It's, it's it's one of the more modern methods to do. I was also locuming for um, independent optometrist um, James Nipper. Yep. Um, so, and also uh, flying over to Alderney and helping out um, the optician over there for, for a while. Um, I've got contracts with uh, the prison um, and slowly, slowly people in care homes, people of, you know, uh, a lot of people from Facebook, it was their daughters or the sons that recommended going to, to look after the mum. So it's, it's built up from, from them. We've also done a lot of advertising in the press. And uh, I've been on the local radio with uh, John Randall. And I'm basically doing as much as I can to get my name out there. Yeah, hopefully this, this plays a small part in that. Um, what, it, you've, I've, I've read that you've, uh, have, you, have you invested in premises now? Yay, we, um, I actually needed an office. After a while, I, I, I needed an office to, uh, you know, to work in. My house just didn't have the space. So we find a premises beautifully done by Richmond and applied for change of use and got granted change of use from the states on the 21st of december richmond down by vazon or richmond along? absolutely no richmond between vazon and Perel. it used to be the old richmond shopper for everybody who knows uh, that end of the world oh yeah was it wasn't it recently a, a spa shop and um, no I, it was Osier pool and then we've got louise's beautician big shout out to them and then my unit is in between those two ah so it's like a small i suppose industrial estate really and it's on the main road it's it's more it's not so much industrial estate but it it, it used oh, to no, be just it's like completely a, the wrong term but I, I can't think of the right term for it where you've got a few businesses like that placed together um a little little uh, sanctuary out on the west coast <laughs> yeah a little commercial hamlet <laughs> that's the one hamlet shall we use that one let's 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 uh, let's say that yeah slightly more attractive so, yeah but, absolutely and it's amazing amazing it's got parking right outside the door it's got disabled access it's got parking around the back you know it's it's it, it's clean it's fresh it's it's brand new are you picking up a new customer base from that area? Yeah, since we've been operating since the beginning of this year, we've had so many local locals. We've had so many just people, even the next door, um, the lady next door, she called me for a home visit and then realized where I was. And bless her, she, you know, she was able to get herself in from the literally the house next door with her with her walker. Okay. Um, and your husband, he's self-employed as well, you said. Yeah, hubby has his own boiling and heating um, 
boiling, heating and plumbing business on Ireland, very much established for about 20 years. Um, he's given me a huge hand in the business side, you know, yeah. the, the accounts, the, you know, how to deal with carpenters, how to get electricians to get in there and work. Um, he's the motivation in the business. He's the kick up the backside to get me going. That's good. It's normally the other way around because my partner does my bookkeeping and stuff like that for me. She's the one that organises me, but she's part of my business. She's uh, she's employed by my business, so we're we're both reliant on that one income. Um, well, so far I haven't I haven't actually paid him yet. Um, it's it's <laughs> all for all for the love of it, and uh, I'm just to do something local. You know, he's very much you know enthusiastic, and to be honest, it gives him something new to you know, to get his teeth into, completely different from the, the, the heating and plumbing. Yeah, so do you offer any services that are unique or, or other, other than the, uh, the, the mobile-ness? Other than, than going out and about, um, very much one-to-one, -one, it's personal. Um, I, I can order frames in on APRO. You know, I think the, 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 the thing I'm going for is it's personal, it's friendly, it's a one-on-one -on -one service. It's not lots and lots of people all at one place. So it's, it's, it's just a personal approach. Okay. You said you uh, came to Guernsey 14 years ago? Yes, I did, yes. What brought you here? Ah, work. <laughs> I was working in the other island um, and I came over here- For the here same company? No, I was working for for um, for a different company over over in Jersey. Um, my little girl was born in Jersey, and when she was two months old, I came over to Guernsey to um, to start work. Okay, are you are you a Jersey girl, or did you move? No, to good grief, no. Many many years ago, in the little land of uh, Northern Ireland. Um, no, I'm I'm Irish by birth. I and, uh, and actually, hear <laughs> yeah, there's a hint of something that's not quite right. Yeah. yeah? But I, I went to Manchester to study in, gosh, whatever, in the early 90s, um, lived around the Manchester area, and then slowly, slowly started locuming all over the place, which led me to the Channel Islands, which eventually led me to here. Okay. So have you, um, what are you using your lockdown time for other than chatting to me? Ah, chatting to you, it's a good idea. Um, accounts, I've just done recon reconciliation of the last year. Yeah. So we've gone through that, looking at expense, looking at sort of when, you know, just, just looking at the business as a whole um, and seeing what I should be doing over the next three months. So let's hope this lockdown's a short, sharp burst. And, uh, and I'm using the time to get everything organised, to do my stock takes, to make sure my pricing's right and, uh, and, and getting the promotion for the next, uh, for the next three to six months. I am. I'm presuming you're uh, hopeful for, for the future, obviously. You, you must have been doing, I mean, your, your business probably wasn't as affected as, as maybe some others are that rely on tourism and things like that over the last year. Um, yeah, are you looking to add? No, I've, I've, yeah, I've been lucky. I mean, since, since June last year, I have been busy. Like I said, I've been working for myself. I've been hel helping other people out. And um, certainly over the last three months, I've seen my client base uh, rocket, you know, the, 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 if the last two to three weeks is anything to go by, yeah. we were on a, a really good winner. So hopefully, like I said, the, the service is there, the need is there, and uh, we'll get this lockdown over and done with and, uh, and start enjoying, uh, 
enjoying working hard again. Have you recognised any any issues with trading on the island that uh, you'd like addressed for, like with the government? Um, one, of, I think the, the the biggest issue is just getting getting things to the island with like horrendous um, costs, um, particularly with the mailing. Um, the biggest issue I have, I mean, a lot of the, the furniture in the in the practice has been sourced locally. But when I when I want larger items to be sent, the the postal charges, um, particularly since the the Brexit, have become to get a little astronomical. I was going to say, has, has Brexit made any? Um, is it going to make a, a negative impact on your business? I don't. I don't think. Apart from the postal charges, the, there's no reason why it should do at all. But like I said, it's just those postal charges of of getting a little bit crazy over the last uh, over the last month. So it definitely coincides with Brexit. Yeah, yeah, unfortunately. So you said before about investing in your uh, your new premises. So do you want to talk some more about that? Yeah, certainly. Uh, well, the first investment was the the display. My husband has actually built a wonderful frame display for me with local materials, um, and it looks great. It, you know, it's really good. Some artwork from um, Tiffany Anna. Big shout out to you. Um, some local photography, um, and I'm just about to order some amazing equipment from um, a company called Revo. It's a piece of equipment that can scan the back of the eye in um, a wonderful manner. You can see things below the surface of the back of the eye in a fantastic way called an OCT. Okay, because you, you can actually pick up brain tumours uh, through the eye, can't you? Yeah, there's a lot of things we can pick up, a lot of things I've seen, a lot of things I don't want to have seen, but any optical nerve swelling or disruption in the, the, the sight from the eye to the visual cortex at the back of the, the head, brain tumours, swelling, pituitaries, oh, the, the list goes on. So it's very, very important for people to have regular eye tests. And like I said, a part of a big part of my business is referring on to the local uh, medical specialist groups as well. I was going to say, because you, you could be directly responsible for saving someone's life by, by catching something early. Yeah, again, that's one of the, you know, that's what we're here for. If there, there are uh, pituitary tumours or if there are uh, potential um, um, swelling on the optic nerve, then yeah, it needs to be, it needs to be acted upon. Sight-wise, you've got retinal detachments, cataract, glaucoma, diabetic changes, blood pressure issues, the list goes on. Okay. Have you got any uh, innovative ideas? Well, may maybe now I've mentioned it might trigger you thinking of something else that you can add on to the business or anything like that. Oh, not sure, not sure. I want to work closely with the driving authorities. I want to make sure that I've got the, the, the technical kit to, to help the drivers reapply for their licenses to make sure I've got the visual fields equipment to do that. Um, want to work really well with with people with um, issues with mobility. Yeah. Um, and I have a personal interest in in autism. I have a personal interest in in different tints, um, migraines, etc, etc. So there's a lot of things that I've been very, very interested in personally. Um, on the, 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 the optometrical front that I can now actually, you know, bring into my practice. Yeah, do you work with uh, education at all? Again, I've had good conversations with, uh, 
with a with a lot of people that work in education and um, the Dyslexic Day Centre. Um, so this is this is all ideas moving forward. Yeah, it's going to be an exciting year. Okay, so how do you find life on Guernsey other than work? I love I love Guernsey. Um, like I said I have a I have a daughter. She's uh, she's plays water polo for the island. She surfs. We have paddle boards. We have um, uh, cycling. We go out quite a bit on our e-bikes because I'm not that yeah. fit. Yeah, it's it's a great place. <laughs> I mean, it's just an amazing place to to bring up a family. Um, we live two two minutes from the beach. Who could who could want for more? And it's somewhere to keep our bees as well. I forgot to say that. I did say we lived off uh, uh, bread and honey through the first lockdown. The bees are a little bit quiet at the moment, but they kept us busy last year. How many hives have you got? We have four hives, um, one of which didn't didn't quite make it through the, the winter, but we're hopeful when we can start opening them up that, uh, that we'll have three active ones. Have you uh, noticed any problems with the old Asian hornets? No, I haven't seen any Asian hornets, thankfully, but we have all the traps up. But uh, but no, no, no personal sightings of them. So whereabouts on the island are your hives based? Luckily for us, they're actually, my next door neighbour has um, green hive spaces. They're now disused, but they're very close to, they're, they're in the cat, they're in the cattle. Um, and we, we've been looking after his sites that are yeah. overgrown in return to, to keep the hives there. Are they next to any sort of produce that they're picking up the uh, pollen from? Yeah, they're next door to an allotment. So they, there's a busy allotment and there's oodles and oodles of uh, wildlife and wildflowers around, yeah. Yeah, I do know someone with a, an allotment in the Catal area. I think it's maybe up the hill from Kobo. I'm not, I'm not quite sure. Yeah, ours, <laughs> ours is round, round about where the scout hut is. Um, yeah, that could be the same same people. Um, Dwee, Dwee Budan, I think we, we call the it. road. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's the way. But you live two minutes from the beach. Is that, do you live by where you're... Uh, you're um, the practice is. Um, yeah. No, I'm done, I'm done all the way down at Vazon. So it's a two-minute two car journey. Or obviously in the summer, I'm hoping to be able to cycle to work. So you're opposite the, the Richmond kiosk almost? No, um, Living-wise, house-wise, I'm down by uh, Vistas. Um, right, okay, it's just down the road. And then the, pra the practice is you've got to pass the uh, the kiosk and say hi, um, <laughs> and then down the, down the road, and um, my practice is just, uh, just inland slightly. But yeah, the kiosk is fabulous, really amazing food, so I, I was listening to your, your broadcast um, that you did earlier. Well done for that. Yeah, the uh, I mean that that's the one thing that I've, I've sort of said to everyone is I really appreciate our life here and the, the work-life balance that we can get. I mean, self-employed it can be hard work, it can be stressful. I mean, I've, I've lost hair for it, but it's um, <laughs> the good work-life balance you get. You get the flexibility, you get time to spend with your family. You live right by the beach. Your work is right by the beach, so it's it's almost an idyllic life here. Yeah, the best thing has been able to to look out, to um, to go to work and just just look up and you see the horizon, you see the waves. Um, I've seen so many rainbows over the last few weeks. Obviously, we've had a lot of rain, but it's beautiful. And, you know, if you can actually start the day by by smiling and feeling grateful for where you are and what you're doing, the energy is amazing. So it just it just gives you a really good uh, peace of mind. Yeah. So have you, have you got anything else you wanted to add at all? 
before Ooh, we go. Um, I'm just trying to think of what we've said. No, just a big hello to anybody who uh, who wants a service, who wants a, um, a local local optician that's easy to park, easy to get to, friendly. Um, yeah, it's it's it, it's really just to to say that this is something that I want to give back to the island. Um, oh, we've also my landlord um, is one of the lifeboat crew, and we right. have given. There's a, a reduction in fees. Anybody who needs a site test, um, rather than our, our normal fee, we have reduced that for lifeboat members. So uh, that, okay. that's the kind of thing I want to be doing. I want to give back to the community. I want to work with uh, with local people, local suppliers as well. A local shop for local people. <laughs> ah, yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, I really appreciate you talking to me, Shona. Um, th this will be up hopefully in the next couple of hours. Uh, if, if, if ever you want to come on again and add anything more, I'm intending to do one of these a day at least over the lockdown period and see how it goes. If it, if it builds up really popular, then I'm, I might continue it. But like I say, if you wanted to add anything or you want to recommend anyone to come on and, and talk about their business and themselves, then you're more than welcome to. That All they've got to do is send me a message. But uh, yeah, hopefully we're all up and trading again very soon. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Yeah, one of the ones I'm thinking of is the the lovely Tefana Anna, the one that does beautiful paintings. She's just opening her studio uh, in town. I don't know if you've seen her paintings. Uh, I'm sorry, that that's probably something I've, I've, well, obviously something I've missed, but if they want to contact me, they're more than welcome to. And, yeah, and I'll, have a chat. I'll, I'll give her a link. Well, Mahabi wants to say that he's definitely a local local. <laughs> if your hobby wants to have a chat quick, he's, he's welcome to and tell us about his business. No, he's he's uh, he's he's not. He's a little bit shy on the microphone. Oh, bless him. <laughs> <laughs> okay, lovely, lovely. Speak to us. Have a and lovely you too, day. Jonah. Thank you. And, and hopefully, let's just get through this next few weeks and get through the other side. Okay. All right. Well, thank you, Mrs. Shona and Mr. Shona, and I'll speak. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe speak again sometime. Okay, take care. Bye. Bye-bye. We hope you enjoyed listening to Labour Force Chat and tune in next time. Cheers.